0: Chris Hayes is the COO and president at ZoomInfo. But because he isn't the stereotypical salesperson, it took him a while to hit his stride.
1: Like it took sales moving to a more... Uh, science, um, operational piece for me to be able to find you know a groove in sales that allowed me to, to get to where I am.
0: On this week's episode, Chris talks about how sales has changed over time.
1: So I think we gained velocity and speed, but we lost some of that intimacy of like being in the same room.
0: A deal that got way more personal than he thought it would. There
1: was a lot at stake there.
0: And the patience that helped him win it.
1: I showed up and treated it like it was a $600,000 deal.
0: That and more on this week's episode of Pretty Big Deal. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So if you want to start me off with how you first got into sales.
1: When I graduated from college, I graduated out of SUNY Albany. Um, And at the time, you know, we were in a, it was a pretty bad recession. So coming out of college, there wasn't a lot of opportunities out there. So I I worked construction for through college and I worked a year after and I got an opportunity to get my first sales job. It was actually selling termite inspections for Terminix. Um, I did that for about a year. And then from there, I was able to to move over into selling pagers, which most people don't even remember what pagers are. And then from that gig, I ended up getting a job with AT&T. And it was before AT&T, the landline and the equipment company, divested. And uh, that was a pivotal moment. That was a big job for me, a big step forward. You know, I went from making pretty small money to making a decent living and an opportunity to, you know, I was with AT&T up until I left and started a business with my brother in Buffalo, New York. You know, it was a pretty successful career and a pretty successful outcome.
0: Okay. So is that where you were when the deal you're going to talk about took place?
1: Yep. I was actually, um, I was working in Syracuse, New York. I was selling uh, at the time PBXs and uh, key systems, which were phone systems for businesses. And a lot of that at the time, that was a field sales job. Like you were physically going on site. You were meeting with people. Um, You know, it was very old school
0: quite different than what you do today
1: (laughs) yeah it's funny we um and one of the things that you don't have or you don't experience anymore as a seller is the physical act of sliding a contract across the table Mm -hmm. and actually having somebody commit and sign the deal right there in front of you you know now it's just send a docusign and it's a you know it's a pretty steely moment when you slide the agreement across and you know the person's got a pen and they've got to sign it it's uh you know sales has lost that but i mean it's gained a lot it's gained a lot more than it's lost Like what? I mean, we've got velocity now. So like all the old analog things, me traveling an hour and a half to get to one appointment. Now, you know, I can sit in, you know, an office, a living room, um, a hotel room and and cover way more ground and and move things along a lot quicker. So I think we gained velocity and speed. But we lost some of that intimacy of like being in the same room and like whoever speaks first loses, that type of old school stuff. Mm -hmm. That is a little bit lost in the digital world.
0: A little bit of like the human... Aspect of sales. Yeah. 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 And I
1: think sales is better for it. I mean, I think, like, for me, the way that I operate and the way the, the person that I am, I'm not the outgoing gregarious salesperson. I'm pretty low key. I'm what I would consider to be an operator. And, you know, 15 years ago, that's not what sales was. Sales was the gregarious, the person who would go and play golf and, you know, that kind of things, that stereotypical stuff. And while I was a successful salesperson, in an environment like that I don't think I would I would have been a, a successful of a sales leader like it took sales moving to a more uh science um operational piece for me to be able to find you know a groove in sales that allowed me to to get to where I am
0: w- Would you consider yourself an introvert?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm definitely not a uh, outgoing person. So
0: How do you use that to your advantage? Um It's a great question. I I don't know that if
1: I actually use it to my advantage. I think it allows me to listen better, um, to be present in the moment. And I guess that's probably the way that I would think about that. I, it works to my advantage.
0: I would say that's a huge advantage in sales. Is it sales mostly about listening?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Sales is mostly about listening. Uh, understanding. Yeah, Yeah, for sure.
0: So at, uh, how long had you been in sales, uh, when this deal took place it, it was about
1: five years i mean five years at the lucent at&t uh, gig and before that you know three more years in sales so total of eight years
0: okay so tell me what happened <laughs> yeah it's an it's an you know it's an interesting
1: story because of the outcome here um well the, an in, a lead came in for a company in syracuse new york called syracuse supply and you know i got the opportunity to go in and talk to the CIO there, you know, Pat Franz, and talked to her about what she was trying to do. And at the time, they think I had about 15 branches. So being able to connect all of those locations and and allow them to have a better communication vehicle, both more efficient and more cost effective, was ultimately her vision. And, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to be technical enough to hold up and have that conversation with her. You know, there was a new technology, it was called Frame Relay at the time. It's actually come and gone. But then it was pretty cutting edge. Part of getting people comfortable with this with a new technology is understanding the benefits, putting it in a way, explaining it. Like I had to meet with their executive team and talk about frame relay in a way that made it from complicated and technical to a way that they could understand it and, and understand the value in their business. So, you know, being in front of them and presenting to her uh, her CFO, Mark at the time about why this wasn't gonna be risky and why this technology was actually gonna be able to deliver on this. Was kind of a turning point to get him comfortable that we knew what we were doing that the technology well knew was tested and it could deliver the outcome that was a turning point in the transaction
0: were you nervous i'm always nervous really yeah always
1: you're not always still nervous? today every day
0: <laughs> no i am always nervous but it's funny because i ask i feel like i ask salespeople that question a lot and Uh, a lot of people are like, no. And I'm like, how can you not, (laughs) or you think they're lying? I mean, I think, you know, I mean, when you're
1: going in and you're negotiating and you're sharing with people, I mean, it's, you know, you get nervous, you're nervous that maybe you're not saying the right thing. Maybe you're not hearing it. I guess I just worry about everything. It, it It keeps an edge on for me, so.
0: Yeah, me too. I do feel like I perform better. I do better when I have that. That nerve.
1: Yeah, when I'm playing from behind, I feel like I'm playing the best.
0: So you present to the CIO and the CFO. Um, they are both on board at this point. And then what happens next?
1: So at this point in time, the deal is more or less done. Now we've got to go and show how we're going to roll these things out and how we're going to make these connections happen. And, you know, that opportunity over the course of seven seven months, you know, grew from $10,000 to, you know, a little bit over $800,000 transaction which for me was a really sizable transaction. Um,
0: so was that the biggest deal you'd signed to, at that point? Biggest in deal your I'd signed,
1: yeah, that was the biggest one.
0: Yeah, big win. It was a big win, yeah, it was a big win. So what was the, what was the outcome of this story?
1: Um, well, so <laughs> this is an interesting one. This is maybe gonna make people think I'm not as good of a salesperson, which is fine. Um, so the thing about this story is uh, Pat Franz is now Patty Hayes. Uh, so as we were, you know, transacting this deal, we started to get to know each other a little bit better. Um, and then we ended up doing, um, they had a charity event that they were sponsoring at for the Boy Scouts of America. And, you know, I I bought tickets to that to go. And it was, at, I think it was at the Carrier Dome, which is at the Syracuse University. So we bought a table there. And it was like this kind of transition from you know, we're very professional. We'd always been very professional. To now, we're like in our first real social situation, and that that opened up a you know a door for us to actually start you know dating. And then you know we've been married now for twenty years. So, I, yeah, I wow. caught a lot of shit for that after the fact. Like Hayes will do anything for a sale. Look at this what Hayes did. It was it was a joke for about a year at at, at Lucent at the time. So really good outcome.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. But people, nobody can think that you're not as good of a salesperson for it because that can only happen once.
1: You only got that bullet to fire one time. That's true.
0: So what is it about you as a salesperson that you think led to this outcome?
1: Um, I think the main thing was just taking, like taking every opportunity seriously, and showing up as best as you can for every opportunity. Like I said, this started off with just a, you know, a tiny little phone system, you know, in some podunk county. Um, and I showed up, you know, and treated it like it was, a, you know, a $600,000 deal. And I think that made all the difference. If I had showed up and just given her a quote for like, here's your phone system, I probably would have got a $10,000 transaction out of it. I probably still would have won it. Uh, but I would have obviously lost a lot. I would have lost that transaction, and I, I might have lost my wife. So there was a lot at stake there.
0: This episode of Pretty Big Deal, stories from the sales floor, featured Chris Hayes from ZoomInfo and was produced by me, Stephanie Tonneson. If you have a pretty big deal you want to tell us about, let us know by writing in to prettybigdeal at zoominfo.com. Otherwise...